Welcome to That Blind Guy Show. I'm John Gee, and this is episode 14, An Adapted Life. So I was looking at the podcast analytics the other day, and I realized that one of my most popular episodes was episode 5, which was called What Limitations? The episode itself was about how we place limitations on ourselves and how other people place limitations on us based on what they think we should be able to do as people who are visually impaired. And it got me thinking about the ways that I've been able to adapt to situations over the years and how I've been able to do things that people told me that I wasn't going to be able to do. Looking back on my life, I've done a great number of things that people just told me were never going to be in the cards for me. Uh, From playing certain sports, to driving a car, to riding a bicycle. Later in my life, I would take up shooting as a hobby. I'd gain a bachelor's degree in computer science, and currently work in retail where, among other things, I have to fill out federal paperwork and also handle cash. So when I think about the adaptations that I've had to go through to do all of these things, I can break it down into three different types of adaptations that I've had to make. Functional adaptations, meaning how I actually physically do things and adapt them to my needs. Uh, Process adaptations, which are more procedural things that I've had to do to make sure that I do things correctly. And then mindset adaptations, which of course are just changes in the way that I think about things. Mindset adaptations can be some of the easiest things to deal with, but they can also be in some ways some of the most challenging things to deal with. On the easy side of things, uh, a mindset adaptation would be for me the way that I ride a bicycle. Um, I can see well enough to get a feel for where traffic is, where cars are, where I'm going, all that kind of things. I can all those kinds of things I can navigate. Where I have a problem is depth perception. Only have one functioning eye. Uh, depth perception is sometimes a problem, so I have to be more careful. I have to allow for more space than I think that I have. So when I ride, my mindset is always to be more careful because in the long run, if I end up colliding with a car, the car wins and I turn up street pizza. A more difficult mindset adaptation would be when I draw or paint or do any kind of art. Because I don't see the way that other people see, my artwork is naturally going to be different. It's not necessarily going to be true to what is actually there. It's just going to be what I see. So in my particular case, uh, my artwork is probably never going to be as good as someone else's. It's never going to be necessarily as accurate as someone else's. And that's just something that I have to accept. The mindset adaptation is that I have to be okay with the fact that my artwork is never going to be 100% true to life. And that in itself is extremely difficult. If you've ever drawn or painted or written or done anything artistic, you know that you are your worst critic and your work is never good enough. Mindset adaptations are probably the most difficult in some cases to deal with because you are essentially trying to get out of your own head and figure out how to either accept or do some type of mental gymnastics to get over whatever it is that's holding you back from doing the things that you want to do. 
process adaptations are uh, a little bit, well actually they're a lot easier because process adaptations are adjusting the procedure or the sequence of events or the order of operations in which you do things in order for you to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Currently I have two part-time jobs in retail. One that involves uh, handling cash and the other one that involves filling out federal paperwork that has to be filled out in any very precise manner. In both cases, the process adaptation for me is to double check and triple check my work. If I'm handling cash, I'll count it more than I probably need to, to make sure I'm counting out the correct change. If I'm filling out a federal form, I will again double check it and triple check it to make sure that I've got the correct information there or that there's nothing missing. Sometimes I still will miss something, but I've managed to minimize it to the point where it's somewhat more acceptable to me. In either case, one of the things that I, one of the big things that I have to do from a process standpoint is not allow myself to get rushed. As soon as I, I, I've figured this out the hard way, if I allow myself to be rushed by anything, then that's when I mess something up. And, you know, so it, for me, it's just also a matter of slowing down. So I guess there's a little bit of mindset in there as well. But thinking about it, I think that the most adaptation that I've had to do fall more under the category of the functional adaptations. These are things that I've had to do to, or that, are, that I've had to adjust to make things that I want to do work for me. Um, for example, when I play video games, uh, I'm either sitting closer to the monitor than I, uh, the, than most people would, or I'm using a bioptic lens so that I can sit back a little bit further from the screen and still see the screen well enough to be able to play the game acceptably. If I'm filling out paperwork and I'm looking at something incredibly small, or very small for me, then again, that's where the bioptic comes into play and I'll focus it down to uh, allow me to be able to read whatever it is that I need to read so that I'm not straining my eyes. If I'm counting out change, uh, a lot of the, the a, lot of when I, a lot of times when I'm counting out change, I'll do so not only by sight, but also by feel. Most or all coins have a unique feel, a unique texture. Uh, the size of them, the way that they're uh, textured on the sides, things like that. Those will always help me identify a coin to make sure that I've got the correct change there. And finally, when I'm shooting, um, I can shoot one of three ways. I can either use uh, just the naked eye, and I do okay when I'm at the range. My you know marksmanship is not horrible with the naked eye, but it's not you know great by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so what I've taken to doing in order to be a better shot is again, I'll use the bioptic lens. What I'll do is I will focus the bioptic lens on the front sight post of my firearm. And although the rear sight post and the target are blurry, I can see them well enough to line everything up and place my shots. The end result for me is that I can shoot reasonably well uh, using this technique and I'm continuing to build muscle memory. So eventually I'm probably not going to need the bioptic to be able to shoot in about the same way long, long ago when I drove a car, uh, I adjusted my bioptic lens so that I could see the speedometer and the dashboard controls. 
and relied on the naked eye to be able to see traffic around me. Again, I can see well enough to know where cars are, where I'm going, navigate, see the traffic lights, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but it's depth perception that I would have a problem with. So I would try to be more careful and allow for more room than somebody else might. However, in the end, I decided that driving is not for me and I kind of hung that up. Frequently, I find myself having to use a combination of these adaptation techniques. And when I was in college, I actually had to use them all uh, just to get through. There were times that I needed to tell my professors that I needed special consideration or needed some adaptive devices in order to take a particular class or just needed to get into the mindset or just needed to get into the mindset that asking for help is not necessarily a bad thing which is something that I've always struggled with I'm mentioning all this not so I can brag or toot my own horn or say hey look how cool I am that I've been able to adapt all this stuff and make all and do all of these things I'm sharing these stories as mainly a way of letting people know that if you put your mind to it you can figure out how to do anything that you want to do uh, you just have to be a little creative you have to be willing to maybe eat a little crow or swallow some pride or you know do some of those things that may take you out of your comfort zone but you can do them so now i pose the question to you guys what have you had to adapt in order to uh, or adapt to in order to do something that you wanted to do let me know on twitter or instagram uh, i'm 2020 on both of those that's t20tw3ntee and yeah i'd love to hear from you and that's going to do it for this week's episode again if you like what i'm doing and want to support me please feel free to leave a donation at anchor.fm 2020 again it can be a one-time or a recurring thing also follow me on twitter and instagram on both i'm pretty much 2020 everywhere so you can see what's going on what i'm working on all those kinds of fun things you'll also be able to see when i go live on twitch which i do on occasion when i have free time and yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening to that Blind Guy Show. I've been John Gee, and we will see you next time.